Welcome back to CC Airwaves. My name is Joel Hansel. Joining me today is Kathy McKiernan. Hello, Joel and Molly and Vicki. I was about to say, Kathy, if you could introduce our special guest today for this episode of CC Airwaves. Great. So today we're welcoming the co-authors, mother-daughter dynamic duo of Vicki and Molly Strasensky. And first off, we're, we're very honored to have you both here. Um, Vicki is the Fox 8 award-winning author also of Wise on Weather. Interesting, I read in your bio that Dick Goddard was the illustrator for that book. And um, you are also a, what, 21-year veteran from Fox 8. That's another Emmy Award-winning director. Uh, and Faith and Family is very central to your life. Mother of four, right? Correct. Yes. Wonderful. And I also read that you're a St. Oscar Romero Light of the Spirit Award winner for your involvement at your parish. Is that St. Ambrose? Correct. In Brunswick. Yes. Well, congratulations on that. That's more of you are needed in this world, right? And Molly Straczynski, our local dynamic senior-to-be graduate yes. of Holy Name High School, Yep. welcome. And Molly, it looks like, has been a Catholic school student all your life. Yes. And you're a basketball player yep. and cross-country, correct? Mm-hmm. Joel knows a lot about that with the... Right, my son right. ran in high school and for one year in college. And I actually was a little cross-country coach, not a runner, <laughs> but I, I practiced with him, so I understand the grueling oh, yes. uh, schedule. I'm sure it was CYO that you ran? Yes, and yes. then high school. And then high school, right. That's a that's another podcast, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're, you're planning on attending the Naval Academy in Correct. the fall? Or in June? Yes. June, so congratulations Thank on you. that. And I know you're an excellent academic scholar, so very proud mama next to us here, I'm sure. Definitely. And, and your husband as well. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. So um, it's appropriate to talk about the rosary, especially during this month of May, and um, dedicated to the Blessed Mother and the rosary. So I thought um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what prompted you guys to write this book you know, the why of writing the book and the who are the people uh, in your respective lives that influenced you and helped you uh, nurture your devotion to Mary. I know there's a strong tradition in your family of the mother and uh, passed on from grandmother to mother to granddaughter to pray the rosary, and I'm uh, wondering how important those examples of devotion to Mary were in bringing you to become authors of this book dedicated to praying the rosary so feel free to jump in and great first of all we'd like to thank you for this opportunity and having us here and the rosary is very important to us and it started when i was um i worked at fox a for 21 years and a computer took over and they got rid of all the directors so i had four children what to do and my children went to st ambrose in brunswick and so i was able to do their after school care program which is the guardian angels and be with my children and they had a living rosary, and I went to it once, and I just saw the kids twirling the rosary uh-huh. and just being so at the – I had Vicky's venting at the Guardian Angels and asked, why are you guys doing that? Like, it's so boring. It's so long. We don't right. know the prayers. And some people say thou and thee and you and your. And so something just moved me to just say, how can I help? How can I do this? What can right. I do to make it simple? Because to be honest, sometimes when I pray the rosary, I fall asleep. Right. And so everyone thinks I wrote a book on the rosary that I'm a pro at, and that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm a cradle Catholic, been Catholic my whole life. My faith is everything to me, but how can I take the next step? Right. 
and teach me to maybe help them. So then um, Molly can tell you what I did to get them into doing it. Yeah, so once she had this idea, she wanted my brothers and I help just getting the research and information because you Google the rosary, there's a million things come up. There's so much information to sort of sift through and compile. So it was one summer on a vacation, I remember, we all got our laptops and computers and little notebooks, and we sat around our kitchen table, my three brothers and I, and we just Googled the mysteries. Like, we each took one of the mysteries like the because there's four of them for right. us, so we each took one of them and Googled like the Bible stories that relate to it, where they came Neat. about, kind of the history of the rosary, and we compiled all that. We made this big list for her, and then it kind of went on the back burner for a while. You know, we're a busy family, very involved, so we kind of just forgot about it. But right. then later that year, my mom comes back to me and she asks all of us like, now that we have all this information, would anyone really want to help her like? physically write the book get it from to the next step and I was just very inspired by her dedication to Mary and the rosary and how adamant and passionate she was about this topic and so I said of course I wanted to help her I've always loved writing too so I figured it was a good way to use my talents to help her and to help spread our faith that's wonderful and it's it's Something was nudging you, and, and you were being called to, to do, do it. it. And then after I had left St. Ambrose, I thought, I'm just going to go full go on this, give it my all. And I was praying the rosary, and my grandma passed away in 1990, uh-huh. uh, 1998, a year after we got married. And that's why Molly's named after her. So I was like, oh, this is my fun. first girl would have been, but I had two boys. So Matthew was gift of the Lord, and then Daniel. And then when she was born, she was in the hospital, and she made... Not made fun of me, but she had her, the cord was wrapped around. Oh, so and she you... was a precipitous birth, and I was hesitant to name her because I didn't know if she would. Right. But then I finally said, "No, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to name her Molly. She's my Molly girl." So she was in the hospital for like eight days. So she's been a fighter her whole life. So it's no oh, surprise. Oh, that's an amazing story. No and surprise I, to me. I have a Molly girl as well. I oh. have five children. And wow. God bless you, Connor, Thomas, and then identical twin daughters, oh. and then Ryan and. The boys' names were easy. The girls were identical twins. They are identical twins, and I wanted them to have a family name. My grandmother's name was Mildred Elizabeth, and I named her Molly Elizabeth after Aww. her. And mm-hmm. Caitlin Marie is Caitlin is Gaelic for Kathleen, so after you. she's named after me. So Molly's it's awesome. a, it's a neat family, mother-daughter's history there that's um, worthy of repeating. And mm-hmm. I... Um, I also meant to mention in your intro that um, you guys are related to Leafy Revita Andel, who works here. So I think it was divine intervention a little bit getting you here because I've been trying to bring the podcast topics uh, faith-based and, and tie them into you know our mission here at Catholic Cemeteries. And prayer is such an important part of the grief process and getting through your bereavement and your magazine from NEO Catholic was on my desk, and Leafy walked by. And <laughs> Molly's on the cover of it, rocking the rosary. Molly, mom, find joy and hope in the rosary. And she said, "That's those are my cousins. So, and here the, we are. And so here we are. You. She shared your contact info, and it's a small world. Yes, it so is. So that's pretty cool. Could you tell us a little bit about the book as far as what the format is and the layout of the book? 
I always try to give something more because I know having four children, if you're going to spend $20 for a book, you don't want to just like know how to say ball and then the book's no good anymore. So with my weather book, it was like three books in one to help the children. And a lot of people think this was a children's book since my first one with Mr. Goddard was a children's book. Mm -hmm. But this is for everyone, whether you're like RCIA, baptism, communions, or you're a pro and just want to meditate on the pictures and what Molly wrote about each mystery. So it starts out like it tells you who is Mary, it tells you about the rosary, it tells you about the mysteries of the rosary, what they all are, they're color-coded for each one, and then there's mm -hmm. 10 rocks along the side where I got the title rocking from, because not to make it hip or disrespectful, like some lady thought the book was disrespectful, and I said okay. if you knew my, no. I love our blessed mother, I would never do that. And so, but it's color coded to get the kids to know to count. And the rocks came, that's part of the history with the rocks. They counted because the Psalms and they, they counted 150 rocks and put the rocks in their pockets. The monks, so, right? The monks, exactly. Right. So I was an trying to. interesting piece of history that I, I learned something from reading it. So we're trying to do there. And then the mysteries. And then at the end, I've had people who've had, I call them Mary moments, my spiritual squad, from praying the rosary. And I've never had one. I pray the rosary and sometimes I fall asleep. So then I, they say that's the blessed mother, or that's your guardian angels helping you finish. And then other people, say it's the devil just wanting you not to finish so I like it where my peace I get because I find so much peace in praying it and then I pray to if I do fall asleep I pray it again in the morning just to pray it like I feel right so I see both sides of that I don't know what the right answer is I've for that rosaries on my nightstand my whole life exactly and my grandmother my mother's mother was a very dedicated miraculous medal of Mary yes. advocate where she signed up every family member to receive the medal and she was very devoted to the rosary so I think the, the promotion of the prayer of the rosary, I mean, obviously we're all supposed to pray it as often as possible, but um, holding it, revering it, cherishing it, and keeping it close to you and, and using it, people see you praying, and they see you holding it, they see it in your house in a, on a tray ready for anyone to join. That's kind of how I've always had it uh, with our children and, and the school. They went to Catholic school as well, and... Um, we prayed the rosary there as well. So and just the peace you get it from is it is peaceful. amazing. It's peaceful. And then at the end, the um, so people have given their merry moments and then uh, quotes from saints and popes on the rosary. Right, right. I'm going to get to that in a minute. I um, I noticed the book covers the mysteries of the rosary by chapter, which is so helpful. Um, you know, we at CCA are recording uh, the praying of the various mysteries of the rosary as individual podcasts. Um, so that we can encourage our listeners and assist our listeners to pray along with us on whatever day is associated with those various mysteries of the rosary and to have it on their phone. They can download the podcast and they can be driving and not even have a rosary with them to just pray along. Um, previously, we welcomed the Legion of Mary here and um, they shared a bit about their message, mess, their mission, excuse me. Um, so we've uploaded the glorious and luminous mysteries um, to our CCR Waves channel. And today's podcast, we're going to follow with another praying of the joyful mysteries, um, which focus on Jesus's birth and childhood. So um, during our Legion of Mary podcast, I learned a lot about the praying of the way they, um, as their group, they pray something called the Tessera, which is uh, consists of an invocation prayers to the Holy Spirit, um, the Katina, which is another um, prayer that is, a Katina means it's Latin for chain, and it is prayed 
um, so that it's like a human chain that strength, strengthens with use. And um, they, they call it uh, something that assures the perseverance in their lives during difficult times. And the main part of the Katina is the Magnificat, which is a beautiful prayer authored by Mary that um, I've noticed um, your book also has beautiful prayers that, um, you know, details the prayers of the rosary and the mysteries, and I like that. And um, I especially appreciated the outlining of the introductory prayers of the rosary that you've included, you know, the sign of the cross, the Apostles' Creed, the Our Father, the Three Hail Marys, the Glory Be, and the Fatima prayer, which is just a beautiful short prayer that's that was given to the children of Fatima that by Mary, our blessed mother and then I also thought the closing prayers were help were very helpful um, after the five decades I recited and prayed the closing prayers of the Hail Holy Queen the prayer to Saint Michael the Archangel and the Memorar you know do you guys have a favorite one of those because I, I I love them all but I I remember praying the Memorare at Notre Dame Academy where I went to high school, and I wondered if you guys had a favorite of any of those prayers. I think it's too hard to pick a favorite. Right. They're all so beautiful and important in their own way. I can't pick. I'm a little bit like you. The Memorare I remember from grade school, that was the one I always recited. Right. And I noticed through doing the book, a lot of people, when they say the rosary, the concluding prayers are different. They say different yes. ones. So we just put these in, and then having four. 14, the St. Michael the Archangel prayer I've said many a times mm -hmm. just for help in this crazy world. Exactly. An interesting part of the book includes a section on Mary moments. Could you tell us how you decided to include that as part of the book? As I was getting, like I said, my spiritual squad, they would tell me I wanted to grow close to my relationship to our Blessed Mother, and they were telling me how they would like pray the rosary and it turned colors. And they would tell all these things that had happened to them. Yeah. And I remember I was telling the priest, I go, I've never had a merry moment. And I started praying the rosary every day for like three years. And he's just, keep praying. I felt the peace, but I never had that. So I would call my merry moment is when um, we tried to get the imprimatur. Some people said we would not get it. And that's like the seal of approval from the bishop. And Bishop mm -hmm. Molesic, that was one of the first things he did when he became our bishop. We received the imprimatur. And I remember I had the envelope and I opened it up to Molly, and it was on October 7th, which is the Feast of the Holy Rosary. And they said it would take like six months. Some people said they had to go to a different state because they couldn't get it. And this was maybe Explain like... Explain a little bit about that process, the imprimatur. I didn't... Imprimatur. Mater. So when someone told me that, don't do the book, you'll never get the imprimatur, I remember going to a priest who had helped me, and I said, Father, what's an imprimatur? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And then what it says is that it's the official declaration that the book is free of doctrinal error. It's like the seal of approval of the Catholic Church. So you have to send it in, and then they take it to the doctors of the seminaries, and they all look at it to make sure there's nothing. Molly, you can explain. I mean, that's she basically covered it. Right. It's a long process. You have to go through to apply for it, but it's basically saying if you're you know, writing about Catholic teachings and beliefs in your book just that then your book is free from any heresy or doctrinal error and that it aligns with all the Catholic teachings. Right. And my mom said when she grew up, they couldn't teach anything unless it received the imprimatur. Right. So I was really proud to get it when they said, you're not going to get it. And I received it on October 7th. Like I said, the Feast of the Holy so Rosary. That was, your... that was my little moment. And then right. so like a teenage daughter would tell her mother, what did you say, Molly? Well, when she opened it, I read and the postmark on the letter was October 2nd. So... 
So not to steal the thunder, I'm like, ah. But then I looked, and October 7th was the Feast of the Guardian Angels, which is the program I directed at St. Ambrose. That oh, I had. so that's neat. So it's, uh-huh. that's it's like a my story. Moment. It's a double moment. All right. That's and then further, like we've been going to parishes now, so we would talk a little bit. And one time, Molly couldn't help because she was helping out the Alleluia Ball because service is really big to right. her. So I had to speak, and I didn't. I don't really speak well in front of people. I was scared. And I did all the masses, and for some reason at the one, I called my mom to help me, and she was gracious and came and helped me. And at the one mass, the noon mass, I had mentioned something, just like I helped my daughter, and then my mom helped me. Just think how our blessed mother will help you. And I got through that, and the response was phenomenal. Everyone was so kind. A man who I didn't even know wrote me an email the next day saying that he was sitting there, he saw me, he closed his eyes, he saw the Blessed Virgin Mary, he opened his eyes, he thought it was, he closed them again, and then he said something like, I'm a scientist, so I would have just thought it was your reflection, but it was shorter, and he said, "Our blessed, I truly believe our Blessed Mother was with you. Neat. So you can think like, okay, you know, I didn't know who this man was, and I wrote him back, but just, if it couldn't move, I know our Blessed Mother is with us. So. Right. And I, I feel that way as well. I think there's so many worldwide, de- the devotion to Ma- our Mother Mary is incredible. Every country on the planet. Consecrate. Yes. With Russia and everything right. going on. And, you know, to me, that's that's how, you know, our faith grew is globally. You know, it, it, the, the stories of Jesus and what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, back then they didn't have telecommunications. They didn't have phones. They right. Didn't. So spreading Just, the faith by praying the, you know, and the other thing, praying the rosary and devotion to Mary, we aren't devoting, ju- we're devoting ourselves to the God the Father and to her son. So when I was in high school, we, we used to say we're praying to Jesus through Mary. Exactly. So she's our intercessor, and um, as she should be, she's the mother of Christ, so... And some would say, why do you have to go to her? But someone pointed out, Jesus came to us through Mary, so we can go right. to Jesus through Mary. Exactly. And his first miracle was performed at her. at The, the wedding at Cana was her directive. Exactly. And him yeah. at the cross saying, meet your mother, yes. woman. Yes. You know. So he, it is an interesting conversation to have. That's another conversation. But um, I, I think the finding of peace from praying the rosary and... You know, the, the stories that are shared in your book are, are I've heard them all uh, through my own life. I've heard of rosaries changing color. I've heard of, you know, people praying. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's exciting. We just have to keep it going. And just when people's lives have changed or, like, they felt guilty, I fall asleep. But I go, just meditate and just pray and do it. And their life changed and that calmness and peace. And right. Everyone's go, go, go in this world. But just be still and know that I'm God. And it's just amazing to hear the stories, knowing that. And that piece, I think, especially with our mission here at Catholic Cemeteries, during times of struggle and then grief and then loss, where you feel so hopeless, praying the rosary is a source of hope, and it's a source of peace, and it's a source of strength, praying for strength to get through your sorrow. Just as Mary had sorrow losing her son. Um, so there's, there's benefits to it. And speaking of the sorrows, at the end of the book, I have all the Marian feast days, which I didn't know what all of them were. But I went to the rosary for Our Lady of Sorrows, and I just had this weird feeling Mm -hmm. over me. And that was um, September 15th, and that must have been when my brother was passing away because they found his body the next day. 
and he was 54, passed away of a heart oh, attack. Wow. But it's one of those, like, Mary suffered, and it's just like, you really get you through yes, yes, I agree. Um, in the, the closing section, your rosary reflections, you have various quotes from leaders and saints of the church. Do you guys have a favorite? My favorite, and I put it in the beginning of the book because it was my favorite, was St. Padre Peel saying the rosary is the weapon for these times. Yes. I just hold that, and I feel like God is on my side, and I can do anything. That's a great one. That's probably what my That's choice my would have been. How about you, Molly? Do you have? Um, I'm trying to find. I don't remember the exact words, but here it is. It's the one from St. Therese. It's the rosary is a long chain that links heaven and earth. I just love that one, and it's special to me because I chose St. Therese as my confirmation saint. So, Wonderful. Just because she's the little flower, and yes. she's what's big about the small things to do what you can to worship God. Wonderful. I love that. All right. So during, you know, today's world that we're living in and the current events, you know, I think Mary's been a protector in the past for wars, and during times of crisis. So how is Mary as our advocate and intercessor, how do you think she can bring hope and strengthen our faith in uh, God's victory over evil? Do, you know, I think we can continue to pray through to Jesus through Mary to help us get a, you know, get through these times of war and strife. Just keep praying and hoping, and now knowing that my daughter's going to the Naval Academy as a mother, I have three sons and my daughter, it's like, ah. So I definitely surrendered myself to Mary and just keep praying. Right. You serve, we pray. Yes. We pray for you, right? Appreciate yes. it. Yeah, that's wonderful. We appreciate you taking that leap and serving our country. Thank you. And world. So I think right now we just want to um, thank you for being here. I don't know if there's anything else we didn't cover in the book, but I, I really enjoyed reading it. I'm keeping it on my nightstand and, and as an encouraging reminder to, to pray the rosary. And, you know, we thank you for putting that out there in the world that needs it so, you know, desperately. And like I said, we'll be following uh, last October we recorded the Glorious Mysteries and uh, uploaded them to our channel. Um, we we use those during our annual Walk to Remember, which is com coming up at the beginning of October, I think the second this year. I um, think it is. Yeah. And then those other podcasts in April, we uploaded the Luminous Mysteries. Today we're going to be reciting the Rosary immediately following this podcast and um, praying the Joyful Mysteries, which are all about Jesus's life. And our goal is to eventually have the recordings of praying all the mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary so that if you visit our website or follow our podcast channel, you can add the recordings to your library and pray along daily which with each of the mysteries highlighted for that particular day. And uh, even if you're driving in your car, keep Mary close to you. So thank you again. Could you, could you tell our listeners where they could get a copy of your book? Yes. If you'd like to go to Vicki Strasensky, V-I-C-K-I-S-T-R-A-C-E-N-S-K-Y.com, you can purchase either of the books, the Wise on Weather book or the Rosary book. And I'm proud to say the Rosary book is now going into Spanish. We're in the process of getting Wonderful. it to the publisher. So it's in God's hands, and we're just trying it's to incredible. get it going and just see that miracles do happen. 
Exactly. Well, grateful, humbled, and blessed. And thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Congratulations. That's thank awesome. You. Thank you. So again, if you'd like to connect with us at Catholic Cemeteries Association, please visit our website at www.cleesom.org or on social media. We're at Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is at Catholic Cemeteries Association. Uh, Twitter is at Clee Catholic Sems, at CLE Catholic CEMS. And Instagram is at Clee Catholic Sems. And then we have a WordPress blog, uh, which is our media tab on the website, or WordPress at Cleveland Catholic Cemeteries. So our podcast, again, is listed on as CC Airwaves on your favorite streaming platform and under the media tab on our website. So thank you again for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, Molly and Vicki, for, for being here and uh, spending a few minutes with us. Um, hope we're not taking you from anything important <laughs> at school. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Joel. Thank you to listeners for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed um, Vicki and Molly's words of wisdom for us today. And until the next time, take care, everyone. <laughs>